Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Oh, I cannot wait for you to wave the woke flag today with the article, Brandon. Ambient music isn't a backdrop. It's an invitation to suspend time. Isabella Herrera is a culture and music critic. She used to write for the New York Times. She now writes for Pitchfork. Oh, Brandon, please tell me that the woke flag is out. Well, that that's the interesting thing. This was actually written by Alessandro Cortini, right? Oh. I, I mean, thought it was it, Isabella Herrera. Well, no, it's this whole article about maybe it was maybe I'm missing something. I read the whole article, but it was all about this dude um, who was with Nine Inch Nails and talking about ambient music. And to be fair, I was pissed at you for sending this to me because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I do I not it. need an article on techno music. I was like, oh, I, yeah. I hate it. But when I realized what it was about ambient music, which I love, oh. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we can, we're going to go dive deep. Brian Eno, Roxy Media, we're going, we're going deep oh, today. God, this is going to be you're good. You're speaking to my soul. But I don't speaking to my soul. Yeah, I just don't see where this other. This was like I thought this was about this dude who was with Nine Inch Nails, and he was talking about how important ambient music. Maybe I missed something, but I thought he wrote it. So anyway, okay, I got well, no just... woke meter for you today. That's what I'm saying. Because this wow. dude wouldn't be woke. He was a Nine Inch Nails. He's like super cool. Let me read this quote. In recent years, ambient music has become an escapist salve for a planet coping with mass death, political instability, climate anxiety, and the incessant culture of overwork and the disassociation these conditions cause. The tech world has been quick to clack cash in. In 2017, the critic Liz Pelly wrote about the proliferation of Spotify's chill playlist, referring to it as an ambition to turn all music into emotional wallpaper. This is the late capitalist music smooth brain anesthesia to pacify the mind. Now, before we get started, I do need to go on record as saying, yes, I have gone to a more Chiba concert. Yes, I've sat <laughs> in the front row for Thievery Corporation. Yes, Nightmares on the Wax can be recited and loved by all five members of the Olson family. You go now. Wow. Well, I, I'm not going to date myself, but I did go see Brian Eno at the uh, Warfield Theater in San Francisco, oh, circa 1983, 84, somewhere around there. That Dear dude God. was, I love that dude. Brian Eno was the man. You know, he still, when you listen to his stuff, you could see how cutting edge he was. I mean, he was doing sort of this sort of hypno. So I, so I don't like trance music. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, no, I you, don't you, and I, you and I both love music a lot. In fact, I was listening yeah. to the Larry Olson mellow mix last night. It's like oh. 8,000 songs long now. Yeah. And Corey's, yeah. Corey's always like, what is this? I go, Larry Olson. And every once in a while, you'll throw in a good one, and every once in a while, it'll be a bad one. But I'm like, it's, it's what makes music great is that we get to pick what we like. I mean, I mostly listen to, like, folk and Americana, but I like to bust it out every once in a while to, to mix things up. So I love the Larry Olson uh, mellow mix because it's just so eclectic, right? I love eclectic mixes. So this article, I, di I did see uh, how I missed it. It's She's really talking about this guy uh, who was with Nine Inch Nails because he was kind of doing this trance, not trance music, but um, but ambient music. But he was also in Nine Inch Nails. For those people listening, Nine Inch Nails is, is would be more of a typical metal band than an ambient man. But Trent Reznor, who I believe to be a musical genius, I really, I'm not just saying that. I really believe he is. He wanted to mix in. I love those bands that mix in different styles. That's why you and I like Tribe Called Quest. 
and different bands that are out there because they take these different music forms and kind of groove it all into one. That's why we like the Beastie Boys. That's why I love the Clash because they take these different forms of music. But this ambient music, I think most people, when they think about ambient music, they think about a yoga studio. Yeah, a yoga like studio or like spa. a spa. Yeah, go go get a massage. A pan put flute. On. Yeah. <laughs> Zamfir, master of the pan yeah, flute. <laughs> and some of that is definitely ambient. No question. It's really the point of this article, which I found really interesting, was that ambient music is not just background noise. That it's actually serving a real musical purpose. That it has art, that it has texture, that it has consistency. And anyone that's ever listened to Brian Eno from back in the day will know that that's true. That dude was doing stuff that was just crazy quirky and I loved it. So, yeah, I mean, that's what, what I got out of the article was just how sort of misunderstood ambient music really is. Well, so for me, I have loved ambient music forever. I just didn't know it, but I love, I mean, I when I was in college and had to study, which I don't have to do anymore, but sometimes I have to concentrate on things, I always have ambient music playing. For some reason, it kind of just helps me focus. So that's number one for ambient music. Number two, it's the perfect music to be playing while you're eating dinner. Like, you don't want the Beastie Boys going on, slamming through your dinner with the kids. Right. Always have ambient. That's why I have that big, long list of ambient songs. So that when we're eating breakfast, when we're eating dinner with the family, there is always ambient music. And I feel like what this article is sort of referring to is that you feel the music. You don't hear it. You feel it. And it calms everybody down. And it just provides a good vibe while we're together. Well, and, and the article has a great quote. It says, it means tapping into the sensorial vitality of living, the tactile, spatial, vibrational, and auditory experience that being human affords us. And that I really grooved with. I mean, any, I've always found it really interesting when I meet people that just don't like music. Or yeah, when they crazy. listen to music, they just listen to whatever's on the radio. And I'm like, why would you want <laughs> someone else to decide what you listen to? But she's saying... In this, and it is, it is her. I went back through it. I, for some reason, I thought it was this, but it was just quotes from him. Yes. Uh, but it was, but she's basically saying that this music is transformative. And I think that that's the point I get out of it. I listen to it every single morning. I do this meditative thing where I listen to this app called Calm. If you don't listen to it, um, or it's called Centering Prayer. But they do, yes, they do this ambient music oh. and it's awesome i love it it just kind of takes oh. you to this peaceful place well that's that's kind of ambient right oh, that's yeah, actually not an alm it's not ambient music but it's somewhere around there you know you're the producer of the show you could put some ambient music before we you know if we don't play it you know but I could. Anyways, do you want to do that but, instead of the bagpipes we could go to ambient no no just saying you could play ambient throughout this episode that if is you wanted to true just we could just I'm go just, I love it. That's a good I'm idea. I'm just mentioning if that. you wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, the music you're yeah. hearing right now, people, is called ambient music. So, I mean, me and you, like, are just a firm believer in music. Change could change your life. Change mine. I love it. It has everything to do with moods. And we are always playing music in my house, especially at dinner. And it's funny to go to someone's house and eat dinner in the quiet. I'm always like... Who eats dinner in the quiet? That never happens at my house. Well, it's funny. I was reading this. Uh, I don't know where it was. It's a complete non sequitur, but I was reading this article somewhere, and it was talking about this woman uh, got in a fight with her, I guess her boyfriend's parents, because she met him for the first time, and they 
they were uber Christians and they required that everyone eat in silence, like don't talk. And so she started like, you know, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you? And they're like, Shh, we don't talk at dinner. And she did it like three times. So she finally got so pissed, she just got up and left. Yeah, we always listen to. We have this uh, mix called Coffee Table Jazz that we listen to, which is it, which is kind of mellow. I mean, I, I totally. dig it. Um, but ambient music. ambient music would be perfectly fine for me. She talks about the end. I love this. She says that I won't pretend that ambient music is some kind of comprehensive solution to the world contending with death, war, and devastation. But I do wonder how, on an infinitesimal scale, listening closely might free us from the logic of hasty, individualistic action. There is something to that, right? If you're a kind of... I, I guarantee you, if you're a magtard and you put on some ambient music, <laughs> you might see the world slightly differently. That's why I think that all, all magtards should just smoke a lot of pot. Because I think it would be better for them. I really do. I think it's these. I was watching this thing on the um, Arizona uh, board, Maricopa Board of Supervisors and yes. all these wingnuts getting up all there yelling guys. at them and saying, How dare you? You betray, you're all betrayers of the Constitution. This one old lady gets up there and she's like, You should be executed. I'm like, Sister, smoke some weed, listen to some ambient music, chill out because these dudes are just doing their job. You are an angry, sad person, and that's the point. Angry, sad people need, need ambient music. They don't even need ambient music. They just need music. Like, just take that a step further. I feel like those people just don't listen to music. Well, and we could go, we won't dive into it today, but I was thinking to myself about how much of this is is related to their connection to social media and that, that instead of filling their life up with good things, they get on there into this sort of uh, echo chamber that set, tells them exactly what they want to hear. Well, the point she was making about ambient music is there's no there's no words. It's just yeah. music. And so you're not like when you listen to a, a concerto or you listen to like a classical music, some people don't like it. I personally love it. It's just when I'm working in my workshop, put on some classical music, it just yeah. soothes the brain. And I think that's the point is what she's trying to make here. And I love that she had this Italian musician that was in Nine Inch Nails because he was doing this synthesizer stuff, this this ambient stuff in Nine Inch Nails. I love that she talked about that, saying that, look, it's bigger than just one style of music, or it only needs to be at the spa. It could be everywhere. You know, and I, I think you made, this is a great idea, is that what ambient music or music in general is like giving your brain a massage and giving your mood a massage. The amount of times that I'm in a bad mood, about ready to walk the family, cook dinner, that I just listen to one song before I walk in and it changes my whole disposition. I mean, it's amazing what music can do if you just let it. Yeah, when I get home sometimes in my car, I'll have some good mix going on and I'll hear a song that comes on and I'll pull into the driveway and I'm like, no, man, I'm going to hear this through. I do not want to turn this off yet. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you and I are big believers in the in the sort of the, the medicinal properties of music in general. I encourage everyone to go out and pick up a Brian Eno album. For those of you that have never even heard of him, go on Spotify, type in Brian Eno, and listen to his classic 1984 album. I always forget the name of it, but it's just genius. Uh, or Roxy and, Music. Oh, uh, Roxy, Roxy Music. But they're, okay, so but they're singing in that. Okay, I'm going to make a – I'm going on record as saying we are not doing another music segment until we do one on The Clash. We are not talking about music again uh, don't on the Smarticle podcast until me. we talk about the class. The most, the only band that ever really mattered. All right, Larry. Once again, thank you for teaching me. <laughs> <laughs>